Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Entrepreneur Show. This is your host, Asa Laveau. If you have no idea what the Entrepreneur Show is all about, this is the intersection between being divinely queer as well as being in business. The whole reason why I started this show is for you, the entrepreneur, because I feel like you're just like me. You're a queer-identified person that happens to be an entrepreneur. And you don't want to have to go to another platform, another podcast to get everything that is important to you. So that is why the Entrepreneur Show with Ace LeBeau exists. I am so happy that you are here. Today is a day that I really live for. I live for the opportunity to invoke the aha moment into individuals. I, I, I adore that. I celebrate that. That is what I live for. Um, and so what that means is that I am a coach. Um, specifically, I coach queer-identified entrepreneurs on how to create their first $10,000 in business. However, I will say, though I understand my target market, anyone is able to benefit from working with me. So if you are LGBTQ+, awesome, I got you. If you are not, guess what? I still got you. So in business, we have to be clear on who we are going after so that we can get them. It's like going after lobster. If you're going, you know, fishing for lobster, you have a particular cage or a net, and you know exactly where to go. However, when you pull the net up, pull the cage up, and you find, you know, clams and shrimp and all these other things within the, the bucket or the net, guess what? You, you're still going to eat all of that. But you are going after one particular thing. And so that's how business is. And so today I have the joy of doing an on-air live coaching call with a beautiful human um, by the name of Sunny. And Sunny, are you on? Yes, I'm on here. So I'm glad that, first off, thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to make a difference for you where you are today. I really appreciate that. Man, pleasure's mine. And for those of you all who are listening, the reason why we're doing this, and thankfully Sunny is being so vulnerable and transparent uh, with this call, is so that we, so that you can benefit from this because you may have the same questions, you may have the same struggles, the same challenges, and just by way of listening, you learn something and you get to take away something that can impact your business where you are. So without further ado, Sunny, please tell us what it is that you do. So my name is Sunny Rice and I am an artist. Um, so I do a bunch of visual art. I produce paintings and I do live paintings at events. I also am a freelance photographer. Um, and then I also do uh, classes, paint classes, like paint and sips and paint and puff classes. Now explain to someone who has never heard of a paint and sip or a paint and puff class, what that entails. So it really just depends. So my classes are personalized. I've done everything from um, instructed like children's classes up to like adults who just want to kick back and paint with their homegirls and sip on wine um, and then I've done paint and puff parties too um, which are a little bit more private but I've got some large events coming up where um, everyone can come out and really partake. So when you say paint and puff that's like 420 friendly correct? Yes, 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 yes. So that's painting under the influence of marijuana, medical marijuana, that is. Okay. So even though you say medical marijuana, in those states or places where um, marijuana is legal, you can do recreational marijuana, if that was the case, correct? Yes. That's the, that's the hope. That's the dream is that I can um, get to a point where I can travel to these places and we're able to speak more freely on it. That is so good. So my question to you and my question to every single client that I work with, what is the one thing, the one thing that would make this session a success for you? Um, I think that right now, because I have 
my hand in so many different things. Um, I think that making a solid decision on what I'm going to focus on a little bit more and what I'm going to focus on a little bit less, um, just because I feel like I'm spreading myself a little bit thin and I'm not accomplishing things at the rate that I would like to in each individual business. So. Okay, I understand that. So my question to you is, what made you do so many things? I think it's just the talent. Having having talent as an artist, it's hard to know what what to do with your talent because the, the public responds to things differently at different times. Um, so at one point, I was able to d- dive into photography and it became really lucrative for me. But then the moment that it wasn't, I had to look and see what else can I do with what I have? Okay. So then I started the painting business and people responded well to that. And then the culture started to kind of change and, and things like that. So then I was like, man, what do I need to do? You know what I'm saying? So I still, I wouldn't bury any of these businesses because I know that they can still be lucrative for me, but it's just hard to know, like I said, what to focus on more. Okay, so that makes a lot of sense. Were you also under the the guidance or the notion that, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs in the world or entrepreneurial conversations are all around, you know, you need to have seven streams of income to make it? Is that one thing that added to that? I have heard that, yes. Okay, so with that being said, I'm going to offer some 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 deeper thought around that topic. So one thing that people talk about when they discuss, you know, the multiple streams of income have always been around people like Oprah or Steve Harvey or Warren Buffett. And they say, well, all these people and the people who have, you know, done millions and billions, they have all these streams of income. And you're like, you fall into it. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. But there is another part to that that so many people do not understand or remember. Oprah started out doing one thing. She talked to people. And she talked to people on a show. And she worked that until she hit big. Once she hit big, She diversified into other streams of income, but she Mm -hmm. was focused on the one, correct? That's right. Steve Harvey, his main thing was stand-up comedy. He did that and did that and did that. Everything from um, Death Comedy Jam to the Apollo to having his own um, comedy store. In Dallas, Texas, he, he worked that. He did that one thing. Then what happened? He made it big. Basically, after he, once he got his TV show, he did um, his TV show, and then, of course, in this universe pageant and all these different things. And now he's able to really benefit from the multiple streams, but he had one thing. So I'm asking you, I'm asking people that are listening to consider Scaling back from the seven streams of income until you make it big with the one thing, because right now your focus is so spread out that you aren't able to laser beam your way to success. And what I mean by that, if you take light, if you take light in a room, you can light the entire room or even the entire house. But if you were to focus that same amount of light into a laser which the size of a pin, that could cause massive damage. Yeah. That's what I'm asking you to consider. And I say consider a lot because I I do my best not to tell people what to do, but I want you to consider things and make up in your mind what is best for you. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, do you still see a benefit in spreading yourself thin or would you like more information about how to focus? I really, really do want to focus. Okay, awesome. All right, so let's first off get clear about what's, 
like the main thing is because this is a business conversation. This is not a this isn't a personal development conversation totally. And so when we talk about the business, the first thing is the numbers. So what um, aspect of what it is you do actually creates the most money? Uh, definitely photography. It's definitely the most lucrative thing. And you are in Oklahoma City, correct? That's correct. Okay, so what are your prices for photography? Um, so portrait sessions start out at uh, $150. Um, events start at $500. Um, I do like newborn sessions and things like that. Those start right around 150 Couples like um, engagement sessions and things like that start out about 200 So pretty reasonable compared to a lot of folks. It's actually very reasonable. And I ask mm -hmm. you that because I need to make sure that we are both understanding about your market. If you are doing headshots in Los Angeles, pictures in New York, that's different. Um, right. And even if you were doing images, because of course we're, we're in Oklahoma, and in Oklahoma City compared to a place maybe like Lawton or Ardmore, your prices right. would even need to be a little bit lower based on their socioeconomic level on average. Definitely. Right. So, okay. So, so now I'm going to add a little personal into it. Now that we understand that photography is the money maker is, do you find a lot of joy in photography? Not the kind that's lucrative. So that's where it gets tricky. Um, my favorite thing to do with photography is definitely going to be those more creative shoots where you like, kick it with a model for the, for a day and like do a bunch of cool stuff and come out with some great images. But where the money is, it's definitely going to be servicing families, you know, the newborn photos and the wedding photography and things like that, that are actually really stressful and hard to enjoy. So are you saying that you, cause you're, I'm, I'm going to make sure I get this correct. You find joy in the editorial side of photography however you feel like you make your money with the families correct right okay so what i'm asking you to consider is that anything you focus on you can be great at and the reason why i say that is because as a coach um, i have definitely been told over time that I could be more successful if I widened my audience, meaning number one, church people. So I come from a family of preachers and Christians and all of that. And they have literally told me, Asa, how about you just stop cussing? Asa, how about you tone down the fact that you're in, you know, part of the LGBT community and you can get a lot more speaking engagements, get a lot more clients and things of that nature. And my thing is no, no. That is not my lane. That is not right. what I find joy in. So, no, not doing it, not willing to um, change my brand, change my, uh, my content in order to appease a group of individuals where I was never meant to serve. Now, can I serve that group? Of course. My mother is a pastor. I often go to things with her and provide value. But is that my main thing? Hell no. So with you, the moment you start focusing on what it is you really desire, the money will come. And let me show you what I mean. I uh, perused social media for about a month of people in Oklahoma that might be able to provide me the type of shoot for my book that's coming out this spring called Black and Queer. I could not find one. I could not find a photographer that looked like they had the creative mind, nor the editorial background to give me the shoot I wanted. I finally found one in PJ Tola. I finally found him. Mm -hmm. However, it took a while. If you had been posting what really serves you, what you really want to do, 
I would have found you. Right. But you were so distracted by the families and the painting and everything else that I could not find you. Because when I, even when I'm looking for referrals, not just for me, but for other people, when you've been around, you know, at least some years, people start really understanding what it is you do. People that don't even really fool with me like that know that at the bottom basement level, they might not be able to say, yes, Asa coaches, queer entrepreneurs on how to create the first $10,000. They can at least say, yeah, Asa help people with their businesses, help you get started, something like that. They at least are able to say that. They get the gist. Right. They get the gist. Like we know people in Oklahoma City. We know that Mark is all about uh, bringing people to the city. Events. Bringing people to the city. We know that... Uh, Freddie. Freddie about to tear it down. Freddie's going to sing right. behind off. We right. know that Lakeitha is all about what? Them goddamn BTMR. Exactly. Back to my roots. I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now. <laughs> but we know, we know, we know, we know what everybody's thing is. But when they say Sunny, what do they, what comes to mind? It would definitely be the art, the painting. Because that's what you've been uh, branding and that's what you've been putting out, right? You've been going mm-hmm. real hard about that because even I know about your your puffing paint or your painting puff. I don't know how to say right. it. Um, but I've seen that because that's why I believe I saw you at an event and you walked past me with a camera and I was like, no, that can't be her. <laughs> Because in my mind, you are ne- your brand has no camera in your brand. And so my thing is people, if, when people have brands from the public eye, this is how you can know that the brand is strong. Can they dress a six-year-old up in a costume and people around would know who that is? So the people that we just mentioned, if I see a little boy with a jean jacket with that certain hat, that's Mark. If I see a little girl with glasses, locked, oh, I see what you and mean. BTMR shirt, that's what keeps them. Yeah. Like we just know certain people because of their brand. Their brand. To the point that yeah. we could, you could, we can dress other people like them. Do you have that? I think I do. How? How do you think you do? I mean, you just mean like my style? It don't really change. Not not the style. Not the style. The brand. I'm referring to the brand. Okay, yeah. She would probably have to be like holding the paintbrush (laughs) and uh, be wearing a visor, I guess. But we've never, but we don't even see you do that. But we don't even see you painting. When was the last time you went live and you painted? It's been a while, but I like I bring my things to events and paint. Okay. And I've never been to one of those events, so how would I know that? I guess you wouldn't, unless you would have attended. Right. So all of us that weren't not there at those events, how do we know what you do? Hmm. I don't know. Online, social media. Right. But you don't show up that way online and on social media. Right. So then the question still remains. So. We got to pick it. You got to pick something now. Is it going to be the paint now, or is it going to be the photography now? Because you do not currently have the capacity to manufacture success with both things. You're just not able to. Now, if you had, let's say, $30,000, $50,000, you could easily you know, have a team do marketing for you, put out ads, 
create a story, a con- consistent story about your lane in both. You could totally do that, which but, um, includes, you know, putting out articles and doing podcast interviews and all of that for both. However, you don't have that. And so sometimes we have to be clear that we do not have the financial capacity to manufacture success in both places. Mm-hmm. Here's my fear, though, just as a creative, because sure. because I do know that, like I said, I've got all this talent, and not that I want to flush it away by just choosing one, but my fear is, okay, so now I'm going to focus on something that I really desire to do, and it's going to be a whole new thing. You get what I'm saying? Like, if I said, okay, starting today, I'm going to give everything that I have to doing more editorial um, photo shoots and, and teaming up with models and creating this new content, will that not be just another thing? You know what I mean? That's my fear is that those photography um, families and things those aren't just going to go away. Those opportunities aren't going to go away. The paint and puff mm-hmm. is not just going to go course. away. Of course not. I'm not. And I'm not asking you to say no to them. What I am asking you to do is very, be very, very clear about what you offer. Mm-hmm. When I go on your timeline, I should be able to say, oh, she does a lot of editorial, but maybe she'll do my family. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what the conversation needs to be. It's kind of, so my thing is, people know that I coach. People also know that for some of my clients, uh, depending on the, the range in which they enroll, the price range in which they enroll, I could do their website. Because I've, I've said, you know, that those are the results that I can provide. And so sometimes right. people come up to me and say, will you do my website? And so I'm like, sure, I'll do it. Uh, because it's still money, and I might, and I probably have the time or capacity to do that. Like literally. However, you don't know me. You don't know that part about me, do you? Mm mm. Mm mm. This might be your first time even hearing about it. Right. Right. See, it's like that. I don't. It's it's rare that I turn something down. Um. um of course, time capacities are real. Like I have to know, do I have the capacity to really do this? And then of course I'm upfront on my pricing. And if those two things work, then I'm all in. And so I just need to be clear to your audience what it is you do. Because if you're going to do family, then you need to hit up all the PTA. You need to have flyers at all the daycare centers. But if you do editorial, I need you to be talking to people in modeling world, people right. with agencies, people that have clothing brands, makeup brands, so that you can be bringing all of these creatives together to create something noteworthy. Yeah, definitely. So my thing is keep doing what you know how to do to pay the bills. And so I'm not saying that it has to be a, a, a concrete turn off of everything tonight. I'm saying, though, make a decision. Yeah. What is it going to be? Then it's definitely going to be creative photography. Okay, creative photography. Now, I understand that you already have, you know, uh, paint and sip, paint and puff classes that are already scheduled and all those things. I get it. Right. Don't cancel them. Don't cancel them because they're good events. Right. But tonight, you start the process of changing the idea of you. So the way to change the idea of you is to get clear about what it is you do and who you do that for. So I'm going to help you come up with a statement. The statement, so when... (laughs) So the statement that I told you and that I say often, I coach queer entrepreneurs on how to create the first $10,000 in business. That's my uh-huh. statement. I desire <laughs> for everyone that every, every client of mine has to have a statement. I like why. Going. <laughs> the, and the reason why is because the fact of the matter is you are not, we don't find ourselves in elevators 
doing pitches. That's not real. Right. It's just not real anymore. For multiple reasons, we just don't. And so to to this whole thought about making sure you have this elevator pitch is literally crap, is literal crap. Also, what's crap is having a business plan where you have no uh, intention of having uh, funding from a bank. I don't do business plans. I do business action steps. So if you have a business action plan, that's different from having a business plan. So the business plan is on some BS um, about some stuff that you guessed at. But a business action plan is based on things that you know need to get done and you have dates with them so that you stay on track. Okay. So let's first go with the, I call it the genius statement. So a genius statement, um, of course, so let's break down my genius statement. So I say I coach. So first off, we have an um, a action verb. So yours can be I motivate, I train, I shoot, I capture, something to that effect. Okay. So action verb is the first part of a genius statement. So I say I coach queer entrepreneurs or queer identified entrepreneurs. The next uh-huh. part after the action verb is to get very, very clear about who your target market is. And we're going to do that before we actually go into this genius statement. So the target market. Next, I say, so I coach genius, I mean, queer entrepreneurs on how to create the first $1,000. The next part is the, re, the measurable result. So either you're going to help somebody um, help them create their first $1,000, or you're going to help them overcome fear in seven steps, or you're going to ensure they write their book um, in 10 days. But it needs to be a result-oriented statement that is okay. measurable. All right. So now that we've broken down the genius statement, we need to go back. Because we must, there are, let me just say this for the benefit of you and for those who are listening, there are five pillars of a successful business as it relates to the coaching that I do. You have marketing, sales, operations, finance, and accountability. I'll say that again. Marketing, sales, operations, finance, and accountability. Anything within business will fall into one of those five pillars, I promise. Anything that you do will fall into one of those five. So even okay. if you're having like a business binder or a business cloud version of a binder, meaning you have folders in Dropbox or folders in Google Drive, you would, those are the five folders you would need or the five tabs in a divider. So within for marketing, we have to be clear about who our target market is. So let's let's just kind of talk about it for about a couple minutes when you see yourself selling when you see yourself selling these editorial shoots who are the people that write the checks i would say hmm inexperienced models trying to get published they'll pay a photographer um uh, brand brands will pay you. Okay. Hmm. So what I, I know this know. is why this is hard because, I, <laughs> like I said, I only work with families. But what? But, but what? But what if it was easy? Yes, I came to disrupt your entire mindset. Okay. <laughs> what if it was easy? <laughs> I bet there's ways that it could be. Okay. So we are going to be in the flow of easy. Okay. Because things I've learned that when we try to force things, they really don't work out. Right. So so just close your eyes for just a second. Just close your eyes. And see yourself getting ready to do the shoot of your dream. The shoot of your dream. First off. Okay. What country are we in for the shoot of your dreams or state? Um, definitely in the United States. Uh, wherever celebrities swarm. I need a city. 
If it's in LA. the United States, I need to. Okay. Sunny is in LA about to yes. do the shoot of her dream. <laughs> yes. So we are in LA. Uh, do you have a team? Like, do you have an assistant? Most definitely. Okay, got it. Uh, are the people that are coming in, like makeup artists and stylists and all these people, are they a part of your your company? Or did you contact them and say, hey, I have this shoot, I want you on? I don't know. In in, in my the shoot of my dream, mm-hmm. I feel like they would work for whoever hired me to be there. Like if it's a magazine or something so, like okay. that. Okay, so the magazine, they hired you to shoot it, but they also right. hired the other people. The artists and the stylists. And got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, because this is your dream. Right. Nobody else is your dream. So uh-huh. now that that's clear, the person, you said that the person that paid you was the magazine. Right. Okay. So, Sonny, based on your visualization that you just took me and the rest of the listeners on, the people who pay in your target market aren't even people. They're businesses. Okay. So you have a B2B business rather than a B2C business. You've okay. been working a B2C, which is a business to consumer. Mm-hmm. So, and let's say food. So a business to consumer would look like a McDonald's or a Red Lobster or a Ruth's Chris. That's a B2C. But a B2B would be the businesses that actually supply Ruth's Chris and McDonald's with their food or their napkins or their condiments or whatever. Okay. So now that you have a B2B, so let's think about this B2B. Let's think about this client that paid you. Does it look like, of course, you talk about magazines, but what is a magazine? A magazine is a publication. Yes. So what is a publication? It is also a media outlet, correct? Absolutely. So I does it when you think about your client, does it sound better that you make a difference for media outlets or do you make a difference for publications? It sounds better for me to say media outlets. Thank you so much, because I was hoping you would say that, but I didn't want to say you there. Because <laughs> my thing is, my my experience with media outlets is that media outlets are, you know, they're different. Because, I mean, a, what I say like different is a publication, we're thinking about publication, we're thinking about things that are in print. So we're thinking about Essence, we're talking about Vanity Fair. But we're talking about a media outlet, that's everything from a news station right. to... I mean, to be totally honest, the Entrepreneur Show with Ace LaVoe is a media platform. Oh, media. Yeah. I, I put forth media. So, you, there, so there is so much possibilities within that. Would you agree? Yes, definitely a lot more opportunities. Great. So now that we're clear on that and we understand who our target market is, do you see how on your social media and your conversations, you have not been reaching them at all? Most definitely. Like, they don't even know about you. And they should. They really should. So, what do you do? What is the action verb that you do for these media outlets? Do you, it doesn't sound like you coach them. Like, what do you do for them? For the media outlets? Mm-hmm. Photograph. Um, I, I wouldn't even want to say models. That sounds limiting. Right, because in a media outlet, you could do um, a shoot for one of their personalities. Right, or even if it's like a product or something like that. Mm-hmm, exactly. Exactly. So it sounds like 
Hmm. I'm thinking produce? about well, pro- like produce something that wants that's with brand. You hmm. It's not you fulfill. That's what came first. You fulfill the brands of media outlets, but it's something along those lines. You you capture no, you capture. You the listeners, if those of you are listening, yes, this is the real process. Right. <laughs> this is the real life process. <laughs> because it has to has to be geared to you because my thing is coaching is not cookie cutter. Everybody has their own thing and it has to match your vibe, what you're trying to do for your specific audience. And I had to also think about what do media outlets, what language do they respond to, what words get their attention. So mm-hmm. you don't you don't say a, a sentence to a media outlet the same way you do to a mom. Right. And so that's the, the intricate detail of this. Uh, let's see. I. I. This is this is okay. This is my first rough draft. Okay. I solidify the brands of media outlets in one day. Oh, my goodness. That's my rough draft. What are your thoughts? I think that the shock came from the one day thing, not necessarily the structure of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, how long, how long does it take you to shoot? not long it, it's definitely possible it's definitely possible um i'm thinking about my current situation and not my future situation so in my current okay. situation we, the we, thought we of definitely, ooh, producing in one day like but you know <laughs> okay. what i mean well, how long? in the how future long? like it, it really just depends because i have so much going on sometimes it can take a few days for me to produce images okay. but if we're talking about a creative shoot that's mm-hmm. more than possible to pull off in one day Okay, so can we say three days? Mm-mm. I like the one day. It was just, I, like I said, I was thinking about my current situation where I'm not focused okay. on it. But in, now let's in, make it, okay, let's make it more appealing. Okay. You solidify the brand of media outlets in 24 hours. I like it. Please say it and see what it sounds like when you say it. And see what it feels like when you say it. Taste the words. Okay. okay, give it to me one more time. I solidify the brand of media outlets in 24 hours. Okay. I solidify the brands of media outlets in 24 hours. What did that feel like? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not quite. Not exactly. Quite. And that and that's what I knew, but I had to, <laughs> you didn't know you weren't comfortable until you said it. That's why I had to right. say it. All right. So what part didn't feel tasty? Um, solidify the brand. Okay. So, okay. What do, what do I mean when I say solidify the brand? Exactly. So I like that, that you're thinking about the clarity of it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So you, so when you capture their, when you capture their editorial shot, what are you in essence doing? Because you're not just capturing the shot. You are working. No. So trying to portray exactly what the brand wants to be portrayed when someone looks at their brand. 
Is that what you're meaning when you say so, solidify? So would you say I fulfill brand desires of media outlets in 24 hours? That sounds better. And I just forgot what the hell I just said. <laughs> I what fulfill I just brand say? desires. Fulfill okay, brand there desires there we for go. media outlets. I fulfill. I fulfill. I fulfilled the brand desires of media outlets in 24 hours. How does that feel? Better. Okay, better. But you haven't gotten the ooh feeling yet, huh? Right, right. <laughs> it's not as spicy as your statement. Okay, let's make this shit spicy. Right. Uh, let's see, let's see. Okay, let's see. What part did you that still is it just the beginning part? Yeah, literally, literally. I like the for media outlets within twenty four hours. I like that part. Okay. You like that part. You like that part. You like that part. Okay. Let's so go. So right there. now I'm thinking about okay, what the ultimate goal is mm-hmm. right and that great to to have a brand come to me and say this is my brand mm-hmm. i need the public to to get it you get what i'm saying this is a feel this is a vibe for me do, do you pro- do you produce the vibe no, 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 no. So they bring that. I'm just depi- okay. depicting it. Okay. Keep talking. What else are you doing? Hmm. Yeah. Producing high quality? Mm, no. no, no. That's no, no, no. more of an that's more of an entrepreneur conversation. So when you step to um, a media outlet, like it's it's an implied task that this shit's okay. gonna be high quality. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let me see. First, let's come up with the action verb, since that is the first part of the sentence. Right. So what do you do? We thought about produce. We talked about fulfill. What is your action verb? Photograph. Okay. That's just like, you just want to call a thing a thing, and there's nothing wrong with that? <laughs> no, there's really, there's really nothing wrong with that. And I like it um, because my thing is I always tell people, like I always tell people, I need you to have the sentence be as clear so that if you told a 10-year-old what it is you do and they wouldn't tell their parent, their parent can give the 10-year-old the money for you. Uh-huh. So, I photograph lifestyle images or media outlets in 24 hours. No, because that's a different style of photography than it is. It what is. We're trying to do. So you, I photograph. Or I produce. I just. I'm. I'm trying out something. Okay. I tran I transform visions into images Ooh. for media outlets in twenty four hours. I like that. 
I transformed vision into images for media outlets in 24 hours. How does that taste? That that's pretty yum. <laughs> okay, that's what I was waiting for. If it wasn't yummy, we wasn't doing nothing else. <laughs> I like <laughs> we it. Going, I like so it. We, we were we were going to say it right there. Oh, and yeah, we were saying right the hell there. So I'm okay. That makes me happy. Um, and it wasn't, and for those of you listening, it wasn't because I was feeling any type of way as far as being um, my ego, as far as, oh, crap, is this going to work? Sometimes it just takes a little bit longer because I'm very committed to making sure that each person gets what they particularly need and would work for them. And so that's why it has to be a co-creative experience. Okay, please say it again. Okay. I transform vision into images for media outlets within 24 hours. Okay. So this is how you do this when you go to, okay, you're at ICE tonight, right? Right. Uh, which is a venue in Oklahoma City. And so if somebody walks up on you that may have seen you on social media, may have not, or that's introduced to you, and they say, oh, so what do you do? What are you going to say? That I transform vision into images for media outlets within 24 hours. And so a lot of times that is how people find out about us. Because oftentimes when people get asked a question, they don't even respond to what it is they do. They respond to what they are. So if somebody says, what did you do? They say, oh, I'm a beautician. Oh, I'm a stylist. I'm a teacher. Uh I'm a coach. I'm an author. I'm a real estate agent. That's not what you do. That's your title. Right. And the thing about it, most people aren't even clear or have the clarity that you have that they can respond to that. So what they what happens is when you hit them with that answer, they say something like, oh, oh, so, so what that means? So how you do that? So how are right. you doing that? Because they want to know because when somebody asks me that and I hit them with the, oh, I coach queer entrepreneurs on how to create their first $10,000 in business. And they say, and I say, so what do you do? They don't want to. They don't want to respond. They have no intention of responding to my question because they haven't come up with the answer that I have. And so, because you stated in your statement who it is that you go after, i.e., media outlets. You also get to ask another question if you don't want to ask, what do you do? You get to mm-hmm. ask, who do you know? Right. Because if I hit yeah. you with the queer entrepreneur thing and I say, who do you know? You're like, oh, well, who do I know? That might be a fit for you. And so then I get hit with, from you, okay, do I know any media outlets or people in power at media outlets? Yeah, that was going to be my speaking, next concern. Speaking <laughs> of speaking of which, okay, let's let's look at this again. I transform visions into images for ex- media outlet executives. How does that sound? That sounds good. Very direct. Right, very direct. We know exactly exactly who we're going after. We know exactly the person in power that has the ability to give us the yes that we want. I'm liking that one. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm liking because that one. Because even, yeah, even, even if they aren't like a huge CEO, you know, mm-hmm. a media outlet executive can be almost you know, anybody any that's making any decision, or you can yeah. not say you cannot say executive. You can even say decision maker. So I transform visions into images for media outlet decision makers. I like executives. Executives is fun because I don't want a mouthful. Hey, I got you, and I also, and that's my other thing because there are different statements that I give. So. If I gave you my entire statement, it would sound mm-hmm. like this. I, 
coach and train queer identified entrepreneurs on how to create their first $10,000 in business authentically. That was 17 words. Mm-hmm. Or I can say, I coach queer or I coach entrepreneurs on how to create their first 10K. That's 10. Right. Kind of paraphrase, depending on the right. circumstance. Exactly. Depending on the circumstance, where you are, what you're writing, however. And so you can play with it. Now that you have a good grasp about what it is that you do, who you do that for, and the result, the measurable result that you promise up front that you can do, great. Now, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Some, some, if you go to a person, a media outlet executive, and you tell them what they do, and you're like, oh, great. Okay, great. Our budget is, let's just say they say it's $1,000. And you say, well, please know that the result that I just gave you, my result statement, uh, my capability statement, that I, I'm only able to do that at the $3,000 level. If you gotcha. desire the $1,000 level, please know that it's going to take me three days to get that back to you. Okay. Or a week. Oh, man. Right. Because sometimes people come to me and say, okay, well, you can have me create my first $10,000. Let's go. And I say, well, what exactly are you wanting to do? Well, I, I see you doing a clarity statement, I mean, a, um, a clarity session or a revenue session for two ninety seven. So let's let's do it. I say, okay, well, please know that the result of that session <laughs> is the clarity or the result of that session is making sure you understand where your revenue needs to come from. I'm not with you. Like I'm not with you to make sure that you're on you're on set for ensuring that you make the first ten thousand dollars. Because my program currently as it is right now, the work with me every month is that's thirty five hundred dollars a month for me to ensure that you make your first ten thousand. Like is, is how much? I, like thirty five hundred a month. I got you. Got you. So if you want that, I can get you that. However, if you're not ready for that, I can get you at least here to help you with that. Same thing for you. Same thing for everybody who's listening. Makes sense. So, your homework, your homework Wait on is to, number one, you pick the, pick the platform, pick two. Go ahead and pick two. Pick the platform where you're the most comfortable and pick the platform where you feel your target audience is and so in my brain the one you feel most comfortable looks for to me looks like facebook and the one where they are looks like linkedin do you agree yep okay so post on both of those what it is you do and then add this and what do you do you're doing a networking statement does that make sense you are there to network with them to find out how you can help them and they can help you. This needs to be a mutually beneficial post. So post my statement and, and then say what yes. and what and, do you do? Right. So if I was to say it, I would say I coach, I coach queer entrepreneurs on how to create the first ten thousand dollars. What do you do? Okay. You can do hashtag network, or if you if you so choose. Or add a picture to it of a really good editorial image that you've done. Up to you. Or okay, okay. a picture of you and a camera to get the conversation started. Because, of course, with social media, people respond better and more often to images and videos. So that's what I would like for you to do. Um, and I would also like for you to begin the 100 list, the 100 list is you finding 100 media outlet executives. You, we don't know if your target market is real until you put it on paper. 
If okay. you can find 100 executives of media outlets, do it. So my thing is the first, what's probably going to be easiest, is to find 100 media outlets. Just in Oklahoma, there are at least, at least, it's an Oklahoma city, got to be around 30 or 40. And we haven't even touched Tulsa. We haven't even touched Dallas. Okay. So within a three-hour driving distance of Oklahoma City, there are too many opportunities. So this should not be a difficult thing. So come with 100. I'm not saying come with 100 tonight, but so pace yourself. But come with 100. Put it on a, um, a Google spreadsheet. Um, I'm very much a Google Drive person because I don't believe in this whole statement of, oh, it's on my computer. I don't have it right now. That's crap. It needs to be everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So my thing is every every anytime I'm not near my laptop, and I need to access something, and I let's now Google Drive has an app on your phone, so I can access it on my phone. I can access it on somebody else's phone, or somebody else's laptop, or somebody else's computer. So I am never without what I need. I learned that years ago. So write it up, find the outlets, and then do your homework in actually finding the executives. And the thing about it, they could be so many executives, you could have 10 executives in one media company. Yeah. So think about that as well. Because if that's Who's the in case, charge, yeah. You know, yeah. So that's your homework. Um, do you feel like your your initial statement of what success would look like for this session, do you feel as though it happened? Definitely. Thank you. And I definitely enjoy working with you. You are a joy. Man, you I are literally it. a joy. <laughs> Man, I mean, I, I knew that it was going to be life-changing, but, I mean, I really do listen to, to guidance from, from people who I hold so high, and I definitely hold you very, very high. And I know we don't haven't known each other very long, but I can tell that you are one of the most influential people in this city. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate that observation. Um, I add, tell you that you are just as influential. There is no difference between you and I. There is no difference between us. I am I am clear on that. Um, there is no big eyes, little U's. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in that whole statement of, you know, when you get big, remember the little people. Ain't no such thing as little people, so you can stop saying that. Right. <laughs> So, so my thing is, people who are, you know, relatively in obscurity now will be the people you wish you could get a hello from two years from now. I've seen it happen over and over and over and over again. People dismiss folks they don't know or that not enough people know, and then they be trying to say hello and say <laughs> sit at their table and let everybody on social media know, I knew them, I know them, but you never supported, you never said nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so I am very clear. There is no difference between any of us. Now, some people may know me. Uh, the number of people that actually know me versus the number of people that actually know you may be different at this moment in time. But guess what? That can change in an instant. I agree. In an instant. So I'm here for you. Um, of course, you can always go back to <laughs> this episode and listen to the episode all over again. If something if you don't remember something or you want to um, jot something down from this uh, session, feel free. Mm -hmm. And anyone that's listening can do that as well. So for those of you who are listening, feel free to leave us a comment, to write a review, provide us the five stars. And if you don't desire to really give us the five stars for one reason or another, it's cool too. Just tell us why you don't think we deserve it and not just why you don't think we deserve it, but what we can do to ensure that five stars are granted on the next episode because we desire to be better and better and better for you. 
so that we can support you and serve you. If you desire to join the entrepreneur uh, Facebook community, uh, the, it, the details are in the show notes. And as always, I am Ace Lobo, dreams and blessings.